1045 The Zone's non-stop sports talk continues with a look at Nashville's teams and at news around the nation from the lead writer of 1045thezone.com. This is The Big Six. The Big Six with Jason Martin. Presented by Renters Warehouse. And here we go. Straight up, 6 o'clock by my watch. I was going to be looking at my watch at home, watching basketball. That is certainly not going to happen. So welcome into the Big Six. I'm Jason Martin. I'm on Twitter at jmartzone. Telephone lines wide open. Jimmy Harper will take your call at 615-737-1045. Well, it's not like I have information you don't know. A lot of times I don't, quite frankly. You know, a lot of us think that we have a bunch of information when we do these jobs, and we really don't. We're not paid to break news. We're paid to have opinions. And I'm sitting here and I'm watching the reaction to COVID-19, which is not the coronavirus, by the way. It's a coronavirus. And I'm in Costco earlier. And the line is nearly back to the wall. And I'm in a grocery store for the third time this week. Last night with my wife. And I'm sure tonight it's even worse. And I'm seeing all these updates and and everything's fluid and everything's happening. And I'm watching exactly, unfortunately what I would expect to happen, happen. And it's not about the virus itself. It's about the reaction to the virus. Folks, I'm going to say something pretty cut and dry here off the top of this before we even get started. And the telephone number again is 615-737-1045. The people out there that are telling you that this is nothing, should be dismissed. You should not listen to them on this issue. We are past that at this point. Now let me tell you something else. The people that are reacting as if this is the bubonic plague part two should be dismissed. We are past that point. Folks, sometimes I worry about my future in this industry because of where I happen to reside. I live where you live. I'm in your neighborhood. And what I mean by that is I'm hanging out in the middle. That's where I find myself most all the time. Somewhere in the middle, depending on the issue, maybe I'm leaning one way or I'm leaning another. But the two extremes are the reactions that you're seeing everywhere. It's either something to panic about and go fight over toilet paper in a grocery style aisle about. Or it's let's steal the election away from President Trump and... The flu is worse, which is factually inaccurate. People need to stop saying that. 
They need to stop saying that it's less that the COVID nineteen is less contagious than the flu. All of these things. There is so much misinformation being put out there on both sides of this issue. And here is the reason why I fear my own role in this industry, because I find myself in the middle more often than not. Let me let you in on a little secret about media and about even activism. There is no money in the middle. There is no money in reason. In, whoa, hold on. Let's gather the facts on both sides. There is no money in not having a knee-jerk reaction to something that happens. There is no money in that. There are hosts on radio and television, and there are articles being written by people with a lot of degrees and a lot of experience that have found out what their audience wants to hear and is just feeding that to them day after day after day after day after day. I have no idea whether these people believe the things that they are saying. But I know that what they are serving up about COVID-19 is what they think their audience wants to hear. And that's just not how I roll. It's not how I'm ever going to roll. I feel like if I'm given a platform, if Cumulus or anybody else puts me behind a microphone and says, we are going to pay you to have an opinion. Then they're paying me to have an opinion based on independent thought. But not designed just to give you what you want to hear. But there's no money in the middle. There's no money without being on the extremes. Tucker Carlson, Al Sharpton. Do either one of them, if you really think about it, do either one of them want an end to the things that they preach about relentlessly on their various programs? No, because if there was an end to it, they wouldn't have jobs. They wouldn't be able to rally people. They wouldn't be able to sell merchandise. The outrage industry is real. And COVID-19 is following suit. Folks, if you think this is nothing, you're wrong. You're wrong. And it's not just because there's a high recovery rate and all the, the, the flu is worse. I listened to that while I'm standing to check out earlier today in the store. I'm listening to people like, oh, the flu is killing more people. I, I told you the other day, the flu kills, you know, 60,000, whatever it is, a year. But we're here's the difference, folks. We're in uncharted territory here. There are a lot of things that still aren't known about this particular strain. It appears we have no natural immunity to it. And it's not about you getting sick and being able to recover. It's about 
very, very young children where the immune system isn't fully developed or older folks where the immune system is weakened. And the bigger issue is that at any given time in this country, I heard today 65% was the number, but I would usually take it down from there. I'll say at any given time in this country, 55%, not 65, I'll say 55% of the available hospital beds are taken up by just everything that's going on. Conservative estimates right now say 20% are going to get this globally. But there's a 60% number out there as well. There's a 40% number out there that's probably closer to the truth. Maybe a third. Maybe it's 33. Maybe it is 20. But if you consider how many hospital beds there actually are per person in America and how many medical professionals there are in America, what happens when the beds don't exist anymore because they're all taken up? And then there are people with heart problems or strokes or aneurysms or whatever it might be that really is in need of emergency care and there's no care that can be given. I don't know how to say this any clearer than this. The organizations that have been canceling events, the National Basketball Association, the National Hockey League, WWE's coming, even though it hasn't fully happened yet. It's coming. The XFL um, that desperately needs to exist right now because who knows if they come back if they go away, if you look at their television numbers. If you have tickets to an event over the next month, it's probably been canceled. There is a ton of money and there are a ton of jobs on the line. They're not just canceling this out of caution. We're not all going to die from this thing, but there's no money to be made in the middle. You have to have some staunch opinion one way or the other. So I'm on Twitter last night, and I see you, Marcus, and I see you, Casey. I'll get to your phone calls here in a second. You can join them at 615-737-1045. I'm on Twitter last night, and I'm seeing the reaction. I'm seeing the political reaction. I'm seeing this agenda-driven on both sides. I'm seeing a lot of stupidity, and I'm just getting angry. And I'm finding rationale to hate certain opinions, certain things people are saying, and then by proxy starting to dislike them. And then I thought about it for a second. This doesn't put me on any kind of a pedestal, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put a call out there to anybody listening to me that wants to join me in this. And it's going to be really difficult to do. And I guess maybe the only caveat will be when there's something to actually post just in terms of linking to something published. But I am self-quarantining as of right now. I'm not self-quarantining from my life. I'm not self-quarantining from things that I am doing, at least the things I'm still allowed to do where buildings haven't been shut down and things of that nature. But I am self-quarantining from stupidity. I am self-quarantining from vitriol. I am self-quarantining 
from the arrogance, ego, and pride that I feel and that I see both in myself and everywhere else on social media. I am self-quarantining from Twitter, maybe for months. Some say we're about 50 days behind China in terms of where they, where they were 50 days ago is where we are right now. And there's still, like I said, there's so much that we don't know. But I am not going to live my life based on the idiocy that's out there on social media on both sides. Everybody has to have an opinion. I promise you, no, you don't. The problem then becomes, where do you go that you trust? What news sources do you go to that you actually believe in? That's becoming a huge problem in this country, if not globally. You gravitate to whoever it is that backs up your worldview. And then they can get away with saying just about anything they want because you're not going to be able to check it because you're not going to do independent research. Maybe you are, but a lot of us fall into that trap. Right now, you need to figure out who it is you trust, who you trust for your news, who you trust for your sports, who you trust for your weather, who you trust for everything. And then you need to do your own research, your own homework. But I would tell you that living your life right now on social media is the worst possible place that you could be. I felt it in my own heart last night watching this all play out and watching and knowing and even being able to predict who was going to have what opinion. And they're going to show you a bunch of facts to try and back it up, but they're not going to show you the facts that don't back up the other side. There's no nuance in this world anymore because nuance doesn't create a big bank account. If I get on here and I hot take to death, I might end up a seven-figure host. If I can find out exactly what moves the needle, I can get there. Either way, I can be Skip Bayless. I could do that for a living. I just don't want to, man. If that's what I have to do to succeed, if that's what I have to do to survive, count me out, man. I'll do something else for a living. That's just not who I believe that my Lord and Savior wants me to be and is transforming me to be day by day. I see so much brokenness in me each day. And I just hope that he's smoothing out some of the edges. That's some of my prayers, as a matter of fact. It's just, you know what? I see these new things cropping up. Just smooth them out. Be the potter. Social media right now is a cesspool because everybody plays expert because everyone thinks when they see their voice represented in 280 characters that that makes them some kind of authority. It doesn't. You may make millions as a sports talk host. That also doesn't make you an expert. 
there is truth in this world. And almost never is it found on one extreme or the other. If the poles are north and south, somewhere in the middle. If we're looking at Contagion the movie versus a hoax, neither one of those two things is going to be true. It's going to be in the middle. It's going to be in the middle. And I still feel like there are more of us in the middle than there are outside trying to gin up chaos, trying to gin up controversy, trying to line their pockets with those two things. Doesn't make me any better than those people. Because I have my own faults. But I'm recognizing this for what it is, and I am self-quarantining because I don't want to get this sickness. I don't want to get this illness. I want to be educated. I want to read. I want to look at actual reports coming from the CDC, coming from the World Health Organization, coming from Italy, coming from places that have already dealt with this. Rather than just trying to pull out some conspiracy theory out of my rear end. Or if not a conspiracy theory, the flip side where you throw it all at the guy that happens to be in charge right now. And believe me, if it were four years ago and this had happened under the previous administration, it would be flipped in terms of the response. Which tells you both of those responses are equally fugazi. 615-737-1045. We continue next. The Big Six on 104.5 The Zone. Zone. Association of Titans Football. Touchdown, Titans! 104.5 The Zone. Welcome back to the Big Six here on 104.5 The Zone. I'm Jason Martin. I'm on Twitter at jmartzone. Telephone number to reach us tonight is 615-737-1045. You know what we're talking about. And we're going to be talking about it for a while because there's no live sports. Because decisions had to be made. And then optics had to be considered. When one postseason tournament cancels, how can you tell your fans, we're going to put you at risk. When we don't know enough, either way, you can't. Here's the thing, okay? If you want to point to the idea of how many people are recovering and everything else, first off, if 10% have severe symptoms, that's still going to be an awful lot in this country. That's still going to cause a tremendous amount of problems, especially if a lot of health professionals are going down in the process. Think about... One thing people are doing is they're like trying to hoard these masks, which are going to be in very short supply. You probably don't need a mask. But the first responders and doctors and folks like that, they do. I heard a couple of people say that yesterday. They're absolutely right. So I'm saying I'm not I'm at Costco today, and I know we have, you know, 
a few things in bottled water, and I thought about getting more, and I saw them there, and I didn't get them because I feel like we have enough, but I also thought, oh, man, my mother and father-in-law, I could have gotten some for them. Should have thought about that. But I will tell you this. I'm seeing people with carts full of paper towels and things like this. Take what you need, but understand that you're not the only person in the world. I mean, there's, you know, there's signs in this building and information being said, hey, please don't steal the sanitizer and the soap. We actually need that. We need it in the kitchen areas, things like that. People are panicking or because they are conspiracy theorists, they're calling it a hoax. When, how often in human history has something either been a hoax or a panic of this degree where this many different organizations globally are doing what they're doing? We're in a spot where it's trying to be contained. We're in a spot where some people fear it could mutate. We're in a spot where there are now legitimate concerns that this is not a seasonal virus with no natural immunity. And you can get it again. And if you get a vaccine because of the rigmarole and everything that you have to go through to get things approved, which could potentially change, maybe you lax the regulations to try and speed this thing through. But in terms of just having this thing available down the street at the pharmacy, over a year probably, based on history, 15 to 18 months for a lot of these things to actually show up. That doesn't mean that you couldn't get treatment from a medical facility and things of that nature. But there's a lot of things to take into consideration here. But once you saw that the NCAA tournament was going to be played in front of empty arenas, and then you started hearing potentially tournaments being canceled, it's not like the NCAA's had a chance here. They didn't have a choice. Once Rudy Gobert went down, once that story hit last night, and then the Tom Hanks story hit, it was pretty much time for the country to go into lockdown. That's what we saw. 615-737-1045 is how you reach this program. Let's go to Marcus in Nashville first. He leads us off here on the Big What's Six. What's going on, uh, man? This is Marcus from last week. I, you uh, you love what I talked about. Yes. Don't let the devastation be the only situation. Indeed. Where uh, you treat somebody as a human being. And uh, out of this, can you hear me? Yeah, I got you. Can you hear me? Yes, Hello? I got you. Yes. Marcus, you there? Hello. I'm going to put Marcus back on hold for a second. I'm not sure what's going on there. Let's see if we can take another phone call. Stan is in South Nashville. Stan, how are you? Stan, you there? All right, we're having problems with the phone lines. Some, I guess they can't hear us from this end, so we'll have to work on that for a second. Marcus, Stan, if you can hear me on hold, uh, I could hear you. You just couldn't hear me, so we'll we'll go back to you here in a second. You want to be educated, but you don't want to panic, and you don't want to panic everybody else. But you also don't want to be foolish enough to instruct throngs of people that there is nothing to fear here. You don't want to panic, but you want to have healthy concern. Again, the middle. CDC.gov is a place to go that will help you out and we'll let you know what exactly is happening from the federal perspective. But we got to take this thing seriously. I have a benefit that a lot of you don't, and that is that my significant other is 
so much better at what she does than, than I am at what I do. Because of what she does, I'm almost assuredly going to get this virus. Most all of us are at some point, but I probably will get it faster than many of you. But at least I have somebody that I can listen to that has some actual information to share that's not agenda-driven. We saw how China handled this, and we've seen how Europe is handling it. It's gone very badly in Italy. How bad? You know how much people love money, right? And collecting money especially? The vast majority of Italians right now are on a mortgage freeze where mortgage payments are no longer being due in order to kind of stimulate and just stabilize the economy. They're not taking it. They're making sure people have a little bit more money in their pockets. So there's a mortgage payment freeze. Think about that for a second. Other than pharmacies and grocery stores, pretty much nothing in Italy is open right now. Nothing. We're sitting here worried about sporting events because in America, when arenas full of thousands of people, the NCAA tournament last year had, I think it was 697,000 combined attendees. That's a whole lot of money that they just flushed down the toilet in order to do the right thing in this case. You're telling me that they're not going to do that, that they're going to make that decision to cost them that much money over a hoax? No, folks. There is a problem here. This ain't the end times, I don't think. Not that I know for sure. But if you're walking around all lackadaisical, touching microphones, and making jokes about the coronavirus, you got another thing coming. If you got any doubts about that, why don't you ask Rudy Gobert about it and now how he is seen in the NBA community after the way he flippantly handled this thing, joked about it, and then came down with it two days later, as has Donovan Mitchell. Let's go back to Marcus. Can you hear me now, Marcus? Yeah, you can hear me. All right, yeah, gotcha. Want me to talk now? Yes. Uh, hey everybody, how you doing, man? I was on the radio last week. I was doing. I was talking about it was it was last Thursday. We were talking about. Uh, I said, don't let the devastation of this situation be the only time where you treat somebody as a human being. Indeed, you got to come together and love each other at all times. And then this situation happens, and now here we go with the separation and the division. You know, um, I, I just want to let everybody know out there that um, in this situation. We have to realize that we are not in control. This is one time we're all on the same playing field. Only person in control is God. And I, I just want everybody to know that we just got to trust in the Lord right now. Take the proper precaution. You know, ain't nothing we can really do about it because nobody really knows. Yeah, we we don't had a lot of people tell us, you know, cover your mouth. Nobody really knows how it's contracted. I know they say, you know, cover your mouth, wash your hands, all that stuff. But nobody, we really don't have nothing to stick down to say really what's going on. Like you said, this is something new. I understand that. But so if it's something new, the only thing, like I said last week, it was a sign that we got to start loving each other. Last week when the tornado happened, the rest of the week is supposed to be cold. Everybody started loving each other. That sun popped right out. So now we're getting challenged again this week. Okay? Mm-hmm. Now, again, we are not in control. only person in control is God, and that's what I'm trying to tell everybody. Just love each other and believe in the Lord because this stuff is real now. And if you don't believe in the Lord, believe in whatever you believe in, sand, dirt, whatever. I don't know that the world is flat. I don't know. I'm just saying that we are not in control of this situation. 
You're right, Marcus. Folks, the world will lie to you. Because the world's purpose is its own self-interest. The people in the world will lie to you. A lot of them will. Because their motives are for themselves. We all have an inherent selfishness in us. That's our broken nature. What I was seeing on social media last night that sent me running for the hills. I would rather catch COVID than catch whatever is on Twitter right now. It's just bad, man. There are so many better things that you can do with your time than spending 30 or 40 minutes scrolling a timeline filled with people that don't know their butts from a hole in the ground playing armchair physician or armchair psychologist or anything else. I don't have the answer. I can't tell you how serious this is, but I know we better take it seriously. But we shouldn't panic. The video that came out from Australia last night of the women actually battling over toilet paper in a grocery store, slow down. And do the things that, honestly, most of the things that you're supposed to be doing right now are the things that we were taught to do when we were kids. Wash your hands after contact, especially if it's questionable contact, hand sanitizer. Be cognizant of how often you touch your face. Keep your finger out of your nose. I mean, these are things that we already know. And when you're sick, don't come to work. No reason to play hero right now. If everybody in the country would self-quarantine, we might actually be able to get a hold on this, but it wouldn't happen. Even if you shut down absolutely everything and said everyone is forbidden to do just about anything, people would still find a way to go outside. They'd still find a way to do things. It's the same reason that utopias can't exist because human nature is self-involved. But the loud voices, just like always on Twitter, are the dumb ones. And they're the only ones you see. And that makes you think that that's how the world thinks. It's either one way or the other. And it's not. We are in the middle. I might not be able to be a seven or eight figure media mogul because I'm going to hang out in the middle for the next decade if I'm lucky enough to do this for a decade or until I decide there might be something else that I've been called to do. But I'm not going to fake being on the extremes just to be more entertaining or just to feed you what I think my audience wants to hear. And believe me, you have heard that today, you've heard it yesterday, and you're going to hear it increasingly as this thing intensifies and gets worse before it can get better. That's why I'm saying you need to figure out right now who you trust, who you believe in, and who you don't think has an agenda behind the information that they're giving you. It's sad that we have to go to that place, but we have to go to that place. I actually want to take this call before we go to the break. I know we're over. 615-737-1045. Let's go to Wade in Nashville real quick. Wade, what's up? Hey, how you doing? Good. Uh, I called in earlier today on the on the midday, mid, midday 180. Sure. Um, I believe that 
this will end eventually. Uh, maybe in the summertime, we don't know. But what, what the sports community is doing, canceling all this stuff, it's, it's, but this stuff is basically is like a common flu or a common cold. You get it, you're in the two weeks, you're done. And I can back it up. There was a man in China, not Japan, I'm sorry, in Japan, 103 years old. And he had it, he survived it, he walked out. So, yes, not everyone is dying from it, Wade. There's a 90% recovery rate in China. The vast majority of people are going to get over this. Some are going to die. I will tell you this before we get to break. This preemptive work that sports is doing, shutting itself down, waiting until we know more, basically self-quarantining these leagues, If you were in charge of an organization where you could either make the money off of 15,000 people being inside of an arena or you could save five lives, which would you do? I'm not even saying that it's that easy a question or not for everybody, but think about that. And I just kind of threw an arbitrary number of 15,000 out there. And I'm not looking at the math to talk about percentages, but let's say 10% do have serious symptoms as kind of what we've seen so far. That's still a large number. And if enough people get this that can't fight it off because we're still learning so much about it, would you rather the event be canceled or sacrifice those five people so you can watch a basketball game. 615-737-1045. We'll be right back. It's the Big Six on 1045 The Zone. So, at work or in the car, Nashville's number one way to talk sports. The Sports Station, 1045 The Zone. It's the Big Six here on 104.5 The Zone on a Thursday like we've never seen before, folks. And a time that we most of us haven't seen before. A couple differences between this and, for instance, the 1918 Spanish flu. The 1918 Spanish flu did not have the benefit of all the technology and all the innovation and even all the observation that we've had with this situation and others that have preceded it in years past as well. But this one in particular, because it's current, we got to watch how China handled this and how other countries are handling this. And especially China because of its population and its size, we've seen how a large country has gone about this and we can learn from what they did, tweak it, fix it, avoid doing some things, all of that. Plus, we have, you know, for example, more hospital beds per capita than any other country in the world. But it still has its own problem, which is Spanish flu of 1918 wasn't easy to move from country to country and place to place. The mobility due to transportation and innovation 
makes this one easier to spread into wider distances. And we don't know exactly how long it's been floating around, how many people have traveled and brought it and all of that. But we know now it's it has found its way to most everywhere, and it's going to continue. And it's going to be with us for quite some time. We hope that it's seasonal, but we don't know. 615-737-1045. Paul in Nashville is up next. Paul, what's up? Hey, how are you doing? Thanks a lot for, uh, for your show tonight, educating people. I like how you said you got to, you know, try and educate yourself. There's there's pros and cons. People say don't panic. Other people are panicking. You know, you're not sure who to believe. But I come from the old school, just stay calm, take a deep breath, and, you know, hopefully it plays out properly. You know, as far as the sports are concerned, sports has always been a, uh, a complexion of, you know, problems in the public. You know what I mean? Uh, mm-hmm. You know, the tornado recently, uh, um, 9-11, you know, once you get through the, the, the first part of the shot, sports come back and people really, uh, you know, it helps people forget and, and at least survive it. But now sports are right in the middle of it. So that's kind of a twist for me anyway. Yeah, man, that's fair, Paul, and I appreciate your thoughts on that. Sports are escapes. And one thing I thought about, you know, I thought about having a more fun show tonight, but I, you know what? Tonight's not the night for that. We'll do it next week. Because I'll be on every day. I wasn't going to be almost on almost at all because of tournaments, but, well, don't have to worry about that now. But the question that, you know, I feel like maybe I'm more uniquely just specialized to be able to speak about than many is, well, what are you going to do that isn't going to get canceled? And then we move into pop culture and television and movies and things like that that are available to you inside your own home. And then we're kind of into my wheelhouse, or my secondary wheelhouse at least. And so we'll talk about some of that next week. I want to give you a quote right now from C.S. Lewis. In the abolition of man. You cannot go on seeing through things forever. The whole point of seeing through something is to see something through it. If you see through everything, then everything is transparent. But a wholly transparent world is an invisible world. To see through all things is the same as not to see. I believe this guy's name is David Lavalli was writing about that quote from C.S. Lewis, which is basically, look, if you're the person who's smarter than everybody in the room, then you're seeing nothing and you're a fool. And he writes it this way, and I think it's very eloquent and better than I could put it right now. It is good to question things. No one wants to be accused of gullibility. It is also good to test things. Why accept anything on blind faith? The real test of one who pursues more truth and understanding comes when you're willing to accept the full humanity of another who believes something different. If you simply see through the person you're speaking to, you're not really seeing them. If all you see is a silly or ignorant person, you dismiss them without much of a thought. I struggle with this, as most of us do, but I also take steps to really see where others are coming from. That goes back to what Marcus said on his call and what I've said many times and what I've said tonight. 
It's why I tell you you should join me and self-quarantine yourself from Twitter. Because the vast majority of what you are going to see in the coming weeks is going to be unhelpful. And is going to sow division. And is going to have no interest in unifying. One thing the president did say last night. That we all should be able to stand up and, and say, yeah, he's right. Whether you love him or hate him is that we need to put all this aside and work together. Because I'm going to tell you right now, COVID-19 doesn't care who you're going to vote for in November. It doesn't care where you stand on this issue or not. We are all human beings. The same thing with the tornadoes last week. I don't care who you're voting for. But if you're hurting right now, I'd really like to help you. Or at least stand there and watch watch that fire burn and show compassion to you without trying to fix it because that's not what you want. We are all in this together. Twitter does not exist for that purpose. It doesn't mean that some good things don't come from there, but the negatives right now, I fear, are going to far outweigh the positives. So I'm done. You don't have to join me. Most of you won't. Most of you will write this off and say it's nonsense. I'm telling you, your life will be so much better if you just find out who you trust and stick to them. And then live your life. And think about the people in your life, in your circle, in your sphere of influence that could be affected by this virus, this illness. And then take precautions and think about what needs to be done just to make sure that they are protected. But don't listen to the hysteria and don't listen to these hoaxers. They don't have your best interest at heart. They're feeding red meat to sheep. 615-737-1045. Bill, hang on the line. I'll get your phone call when we come back. It's Big 6 on 104.5 The Zone. We're home for Titans football. And the University of Tennessee Volunteers. 104.5 The Zone. Big six one zero four five. The Zone Fox Sports Radio on the way next. It's all about COVID nineteen. That's what it's going to be about. That's what you're going to be talking about. It's what we're going to be talking about. Because there's no live sports, folks. None. Everything's going to be ESPN Classic right now. Let's go to Bill in Nashville. Bill, what's up? Yeah, this is Jerry Wigger. Um, I've got to say, I did not really explain what my situation was to the screener, but I've got to tell you, um, I've thought about this quite a bit and frankly, I'm going to tell everybody right now that I am a Catholic, a Catholic individual. And there's a guy, his name is Padre Pio, P-I-O. And 
his mantra throughout his life, even during the, but especially during the Spanish flu, was always pray, always believe, never despair. And I've thought about that so many times today that, uh, you know, people tend to rely upon Twitter and things like that. I, I, I frankly don't look at Twitter. But the fact of the matter is that God is in control. And people might not like to hear that. I don't really care. I wish they would. But um, at this point, with this situation that we're in right now, people don't worry about it. Just pray. Don't despair. I appreciate it. The mantra for the fourth estate, which is one of those phrases that gets used for the media a lot, is speak truth to power. That's the goal. That's what you go to school to do or what you think you're doing when you're an idealist and you are you haven't gone into the world and seen what ends up happening. At some point, folks, I don't know exactly when it happened, but the truth was replaced with my truth. It's no longer speak truth to power. It's speak my truth. And that's false because what's true is true. So here's what I tell you in this last minute and a half of this program. And I've said this a couple of times tonight. You've got to figure out right now who you trust. And you've got to look at the extremes and realize almost never do those turn out to be real. You have to know who you trust and stick close to them. And you've got to know what you believe. Because it's going to be challenged. That's why I say educate yourself and do research and don't panic, but don't just dismiss this either. Don't see through it because quite frankly, folks, just like me, none of you are smart enough to make that determination right now. None of you. This is a fluid situation. This is uncharted territory. We're all learning on the fly. Know who you trust and stick to them. Pay attention to the people in your life that could be affected. And think about what precautions are going to lessen their risk. Don't assume anything. 
and know what you believe. And yeah, you know what? Just as Jerry said, pray. There is someone well above our pay grade that can intercede. All we got to do is talk to him. Me, I'll talk to you on Monday. Fox Sports Radio is next. Clear eyes, full hearts, can't lose. God bless and good night from the Music City. Man, are you concerned?